Welcome to the Cap City Outfitters Podcast. This is episode 130. You've got Chris and Brian, and today we're going to revisit foundational aspects of carrying your gun, meaning if you're a grown individual, um, you need a belt. Yeah, and you know, and, and I'm not going to tell you you have to wear pants, but you still need a belt. <laughs> um, uh, take that however you want, uh, just don't bring that idea too far into the shop. Um, so basically, guys, one of the things that we've run into in the last year kind of brings this back into focus a little bit for us. Um, but more specifically, probably the last like 90 days or so as as the as the gun world, as gun buyers calm down for whatever reason, uh, we're heading into summertime. Um, you know, everybody tends to, the kids are out of school, vacations are happening, this, that, and the other. And folks are kind of taking a little break uh, from the craziness that is Uncle Joe threatening to take your guns, um, the AFT going full potato and doing whatever the hell they want, uh, finding out that NSA spying on Tucker Carlson, blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, a lot of folks are, you know, kind of backing off a little bit. And, and we've had some folks come in the store looking at some new items. Um, some of the smaller guns, like, and I'm going to just run through a list of them, uh, but like SIG P365s, 365Xs, 365XLs, um, Glock 43s, Glock 43Xs, Glock 48s, uh, the Springfield Armory Hellcats, the Hellcat RDP, um, the Shield Plus, the Shield Pluses that just came out, uh, the Ruger Max 9s that just came out. There are a boatload of guns that have jumped into the middle of um, big, uh, the same size as a Glock 43. Um, the same size as a Smith Shield, but carry 10 to 13 rounds. Um, and those guns are taken off like crazy. And one of the things that we're seeing are both folks that are, maybe they bought a gun last year and now they're actually looking at concealed carry because they don't think the world's going to heal itself. And they realize that while it's nice to be protected at home, now they want to be protected outside their house too. Um, legitimately, some folks who have probably come into the fold to some extent, um, I don't think they're going to, you know, change the hardcore Republicans or conservatives and make that shift anytime soon. But they definitely see the light when it comes to personal protection. The other thing we're seeing are folks that have carried guns consistently that are looking for a way to carry a gun in a more low-vis fashion. Um, and I don't want to necessarily say a less permissible environment type mentality, but more a more comfortable, yeah. easier to live around, easier to dress around, either easier to carry around. And that brings us foundationally to probably one of the most important things you can do when you carry a gun is to is to have a solid belt, is to wear a pair of pants that has belt loops, whatever that looks like, and then have a good belt. Um, we've seen a significant shift in trend in the industry over the last few years. Um, everybody for a while was wearing one and three quarter inch riggers belts uh, that were pretty awesome, um, but a little big, a little uncomfortable. Um, uh, maybe uncomfortably stiff in some cases too, depending on what brand, if they were way overbuilt or not. Um, Honestly, didn't work well with a lot of pants. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you bought a D, you know, if you bought a normal pair of jeans from a normal store, uh, if you had inch and three quarter belt loops, you might be able to get the belt through the loops. You might not, and then you definitely weren't going to double it back over in the front where the bitter end was. Um, so that trend is really pushed into inch and a half belts. Um, and, and then beyond that, you know, there are a lot of really good options when you go to an inch and a half belt. Uh, that's where a lot of this started was with the wilderness belts that were inch and a half and double stitched or five line stitched to keep them stiff. Um, you know, a lot of the manufacturers out there are still doing really good things. You know, we carry really, you know, high end, uh, comfortable, well-made belts from Volan Gearworks. Uh, we carry some leather stuff uh, from the guys at Magpul um, and a few other options from different places that are available to us. But but getting that good foundation laid down, even if you're wearing a pair of jorts, yeah, I'm looking at you, Vinny. Um, even if you're wearing a pair of cutoff jean shorts that are like 
maybe even might have been jeggings before you cut them off. Still looking at you, Vinny. Um, I'm just jealous. I wish I had the legs. Anyway, uh, you know, wearing, you know, shorts, you know, wearing golf shorts, wearing something that actually has belt loops, wearing um, dress shorts, wearing a pair of khaki shorts, wearing jean shorts, whatever, um, or, or cargos or whatever that case may be. And we're also starting to see some more, we're actually starting to see some workout shorts now that are coming with belt yeah. loops on them, um, recognizing that there are guys out there who want to be able to jock up or maybe they want to go ruck. So they want to have a pair of shorts they can put a belt on and, and then throw their ruck on and go do whatever outdoors. Um, the, the capability to have a belt on and being something that's comfortable when, you know, in Ohio, we just went through a stretch of 90 some degree days yeah. that were super humid. Um, you know, there are some options out there, but I, I do think that even with the smaller guns that we're seeing, it's still, everybody's finding out that they still need that baseline foundation to carry the gun on that buying some cheapy, um, you know, nylon with a clippy clippy on it from the gun show is not doing what they need to do when they're wearing lightweight gym shorts or or sweatpants or whatever the case may be or if you're going to walmart uh, pajamas i guess i don't know whatever so, yeah yeah so kind of picking up with that you know yeah the other thing to consider you know if you're already carrying a cell phone a wallet a big pair of keys um hopefully a pocket knife we have a zero tolerance policy about people not carrying a knife yep um you know a spare magazine um flashlight all this stuff adds weight um, yes. Putting that in your pants without a belt means your pants are down around your knees. Yeah. Uh, that, if somebody's clued on from the security end of things, um, immediately gets you extra scrutiny. Yep. Um, yeah, just it's going to happen. So having a belt that keeps everything where it's supposed to be um, will immediately make you um, look like one of the good guys. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and sometimes just not drawing attention to yourself is probably one of your best defensive policies as well. But the other thing it does give you is if we're going to go all book of five rings on you, um, you know, keep your plans as black as the dark of night until it's time not to, um, you know, that kind of mentality where nobody knows, you know, no, nobody needs to know you have a gun until it's time to let them know you have a gun. And if you're fidgeting with your clothing on a regular basis, especially around your belt line, uh, that is a key indicator to those in the know. Um, unfortunately, those in the know are not only the good guys. You know, a lot of law enforcement guys are going to look at somebody fidgeting around. You're wearing a Hawaiian shirt in your jorts, um, you know, out, out in the world. Um, I don't know who does that. But anyway, if you're doing that uh, and you're fidgeting with your belt line, I can nearly guarantee you that every police officer near you is wondering um, what you're carrying. And they're probably assuming either, you know, staccato or Taurus, one or the other, because there's nothing in the I'm middle. I'm going to go high point. Yeah, well I, was, well, I think, you know, if you're in jorts and a Hawaiian shirt, you're probably beyond the high point. But you might be chasing that Taurus G2Z or the, or the mod or the, or the Springfield with the grip zone. Yeah. Or or you or you are just that guy and you're rocking the full staccato and people don't realize that that, that Hawaiian shirt you're wearing was actually 150 bucks. You know, um, it's it's legit. It's it's the thing. Um, and and unfortunately, it's kind of my thing a little bit. Uh, but either way, uh, if you're fidgeting with your belt line, um, you know it's that that's that's a giveaway. Guess what? It's also a giveaway to the bad guys. Um, you know, if you've gone to prison for a significant amount of time, that's a master's level course in figuring out who has a gun and maybe how to take it from them. Uh, to include law enforcement, but to also to include folks that are, you know, civilian concealed carry, um, low vis kind of mentality. So uh, the the belt, you know, just to go back and revisit, it's just something that we've talked about quite a bit over in the past, but it seems to be coming up again and again. Even these little bitty guns, they're just not pocket guns, and they do require some kind of foundation. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we could, you know, go to, on and... To add to that, the fidgeting yeah. part, 
Um, the other big thing with a proper holster, the belt keeps the gun in the same place. Yeah. Uh, so when it does come time to draw the gun, it's exactly where you expect it to be. Yep. Um, it's not shifted over three inches either side or, you know, collapsed down underneath the waistline where you can't get to the butt of the gun. Yeah. And it also prevents the whole thing where you go to draw the gun and your holster comes out on the gun. Um, which is not the end of the world. It's something you should train to. If you carry a gun in gym shorts, you know, I mean, I've, I've been in a situation a number of times where um, I've, I've run a small little clippy clippy holster and a small little clippy clippy gun on gym shorts because that was all that was available. Um, but it was also something that I practiced a few times making sure that I could strip that holster off really quickly. Um, one of the things that comes to mind, you know, for an application like that is something like uh, the little MIG holsters um, and the holsters from Raven Concealment Systems, the Vanguards and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, where there are alternative methods of, of that just maybe something you'd have trained to is getting the holster off the gun, but the belt kind of precludes a lot of those problems. Um, if you find yourself in a situation where you have to start thinking about what am I going to do to get my holster off my gun um, based on the belt that I'm wearing or the holster that I'm wearing, you want to reevaluate your belt and holster choices because there's something something's not quite getting it done there. Um, I would say pretty, yeah. pretty definitively, um, you know, versus if you, you know, you're in gym shorts or, or running shorts or whatever, and that's just how you've got to do it. Then you got to train to that as well. Um, along those lines too, do we want to talk about some of the newer, there's some new options out there that, you know, work around the belt as well. Um, you know, the, who, yeah. who's doing that, that new holster thing. Uh, one of, one of our tribe brought in, a holster system called the Enigma from Filster. From Filster, okay. Um, and the Enigma is basically a chassis system that's on, it's on a belt, but the belt goes against you under your clothing, and it gives you a carbon fiber chassis system that you can mount certain holsters to, and basically allows you to run appendix inside the waistband under your clothing, and then put whatever clothing over it. Um, and there are a number of situations, uh, definitely non-permissive environments, but then also. Uh, for females, for folks wearing sweatpants, for females wearing leggings. Um, Somebody's got to wear a suit and tie. Or, you, or yeah, or legitimately suit and tie. Suit and tie, and tie yeah, tucked in. You actually need to look, you know, professional sharp. Um, suit and tie sharp, not not business casual. Um, you know, that that's a, that's a system that we're kind of waiting to see what the jury says about that. I would say the jury's leaning in, in the direction of a yay on that, um, but we don't know. I would like to see a bunch of people wearing them for a while and beating on them. Yeah, it is one of those things you do. You are committing to the chassis. You're committing to a holster that is specific to the chassis system. Yep. Yeah. Um, it doesn't necessarily play well with a lot of guns with lights. True. Um, but like, yeah, if you're interested, um, Filster is the company. The Enigma um, is the, the system. Yeah, definitely an option to take a look at. Um, like I said, it's just kind of one of those new things. There's, you know, every, we talk about belly bands and stuff like that. We're not big fans of the belly band. They don't work for the vast majority of body types. Um, and there's, there's like this fine line where if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, if you know, it just doesn't. And so, uh, the, the, some of the retention aspects, some of the access accessibility aspects of belly bands and some of the t-shirts and thunderwear and stuff like that. Some are better than others. Uh, most of them are a compromise compared to running a good belt and being a grown up. Uh, but it, but yep. you also got to do what you got to do. We understand that. Um, one other option that's, that falls under the, the Enigma is the, the Vertex. There's a new Vertex product out that is essentially a, it, it's a fanny pack, um, but, but not in the like 1980s high top socks with your shorts too short kind of way. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a fanny pack that goes again like the Enigma, goes up against you 
and it was designed for somebody doing non-permissive environment or, or deep cover kind of work where they need to be hidden. Um, it's a, a fanny pack of sorts that allows you to mount holster systems, mag pouch systems, mag pouch systems, and then accessory type mounting systems into a very, very low profile. Um, essentially, I mean, I just, I can't, I, I hate using the word fanny pack, but it's a fanny yeah. pack that well, goes imagine, in your trousers. Imagine a fanny pack that didn't have a pack on it, but had Molly on the front. Exactly. Yeah. And it, they, it's, it's made by Vertex. It's called the Unity Clutch Belt. Um, it was designed, uh, wasn't this designed by yeah. Unity? Uh, Is it a collaboration? It or? was Unity and Craig Thompson from okay. Sockby. There you go. And so, and it's called the Clutch Belt. Um, $55 product. Uh, there will be some accessories you'd need to pick up along with it to go along with it. Um, certain holsters will mate up with it. Otherwise, you can buy, you know, the Vertex stuff, the accessories to go with it. Um, this is something that I actually really want to get my hands on this summer and start playing around with. Um, for like mowing the grass, for doing different things, for going hiking and stuff like that. Um, so far, the little bit I played with it, I think this has a lot of potential for that very, very low vis. And to some extent, maybe even doing what the Enigma is trying to do, but for a lot less money. Yeah. Albeit maybe not quite as solidly, maybe quite as solidly. Who knows? I, I want to play with that and see. So, um, But yeah, so you know, like I said, guys, we're just chasing down some of the things that we see in the store and that, that foundation for how you're carrying... A lot of folks are interested in getting to either the next size smaller or the next size bigger gun that falls into that midsize or that that more than super compact, um, and and just seeing these different things going on, and then the folks that are new trying to figure out how to make all this work, and they're like, well, you know, talk to enough people that well, when I draw my gun, my holster comes off with it. Are you wearing a belt? Oh, well, no, I don't wear a belt. Um, that might need to change. Yeah. So. Uh, this is also, you know, we understand that a lot of folks listening to the podcast are, are, we might be preaching to the choir to some extent. So if this is something that, you know, you can send out to your people, um, if you're the rabbi in your group of folks and somebody needs this information, um, you know, feel free to forward this to them or give them a link to it or whatever the case may be so that they can chase it down or let them know where they can chase it down, um, online and, and maybe take a listen and understand that there are some options that make things work. Um, it, it really sucks to see somebody new at this get turned off very quickly um, because it sounds like a lifestyle change kind, kind of conversation. You know, you, you show up in your jeans and your Solomon ankle boots or your Zephyrs and your, you know, your tactical rig belt and your Hawaiian shirt or whatever other Vertex kind of shirt or 511 shirt or your 511 pants all kitted out. And, and your buddy may not want to choose that, um, that wannabe tactical style. Um, and some of us go a little lower pro than that most of the time. And still, you know, there may not be looking at jeans, um, you know, in that more preparedness lifestyle clothing choice mentality. They may be looking for something a little more fashionable and that's, I get it. That's fine. There are some options. Um, one last thing I'll throw out there for people that, you know, need to dress or want to dress a little dressier. There are some really good firearms oriented belt manufacturers out there. Um, if you Google like the Beltman um, and a few other places, there are some really well-made leather dress belts um, that can easily pass as dress clothing attires, dress attire, dress accessories um, that don't look like gun belts but do the job exceptionally well. But they are very expensive. You're chasing down $150 plus for a belt, which if you wear nice dress clothes, that's not out of line. You know, $100, $150 yeah. dress belt's not out of line anyway to match the $600 pair of Allen Edmonds. So that's just part of the game if that's where you're at in life. So anything to add, anything to throw with that? Yeah, one last thing. Um, we get comments a lot of times uh, at the gun counter from people who say carrying their gun in their holster you know, isn't comfortable. 
um, come to find out they've actually got a quality holster for a quality gun, uh, but they don't have a belt. Yeah. Um, having the, the proper belt really changes the game from a comfort standpoint as well yeah. and shouldn't be overlooked from that perspective. Um, we say, you know, having a belt, we mean a proper gun belt um, that has the stiffness to support all of the weight, um, get that weight onto your hips, off of your lower back, yeah, um, off of your, you know, off the front. Um, it truly does make a difference from a comfort standpoint. It makes a difference from a comfort standpoint and a use standpoint. When you go to draw the gun, you know, part of that getting a hold of the gun properly is out of a solid platform. If your gun's not where you thought it was going to be, which you touched on earlier, um, you know, or it moves around as you grab it because your belt lets the holster move around, you know, those are those are legitimate concerns. And if you've got somebody that's new to it and they're struggling with that, that may be the problem. And we always want to talk about guns because guns are cool. And we want to talk about flashlights and optics because they're cool. Holsters, um, I think holsters are pretty freaking cool too. But that's the same topic. A lot of folks don't want to talk about holsters. They view it as an expensive accessory that they have to have, but they're reluctant to buy because you never know if it's going to suck or not. Um, the belt just doesn't get talked about enough. It really, yeah. truly is foundational, um, and it gets overlooked way more often than it should. So we're trying to help with that today. So. Um, one last thing. If you're chasing times on drills or you're chasing that, that magic you know, sub-second draw time, um, a good belt oftentimes is worth like 0.2 of a second yeah. on your draw time. Yep. So this is one of the few occasions where you can actually buy buy a little bit of speed. Yep. True. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, guys, like I said, you know, these are, uh, again, these are conversations. If you're running a product um, that you think is the bee's knees and you're in the area, stop in. Let's have a conversation about it. Uh, we'd love to talk to you about, again, about the gear um, and the guns, too, but not, not just the guns, the gear, and see how you're overcoming some of these issues. Um, if you are one of those outliers who's carrying a gun in workout clothing or in even more casual attire and you think you've cracked the code and you figured out how to do it, we'd like love to hear from you too because um, there's there's got to be some, you know, there's always a better way coming along or a different way that somebody's figured out. And while, again, while not every way works for everyone, um, having those conversations and learning, you know, you telling us how you solve the problem might, us help, might help us help one of our customers down the road. And we're always looking for that kind of information. So... Um, and if you're looking for feedback on it, you know, I want to see that stuff too, because I've always got an idea about what I think is going to work and why. And if someone can kind of reset that for me, I'm, I'm into that too. So please, please let's stop in and have those conversations. Yeah. Uh, likewise, when we find out new things, we tend to post them on social media. Give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Cap City Outfitters. We also do an email newsletter that comes out once a week on Fridays. You can sign up for that on our website, capcityoutfitters.com. Or drop us an email to info at capcityoutfitters.com. We will happily add you to the newsletter list. Also on our website, you can find valuable information, such as how to do an FFL transfer or how to purchase a suppressor via our storefront over at silencershop.com. Lastly, we're in Hilliard, Ohio. We're at 4465 Cemetery Road. Uh, we're here 10 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for tuning in, guys.